basically what is up witches you're listening to basic witches i'm rachel laforest and i'm leah knauer and today we talked with our friends and professional dog ladies sarah scarborough and jessica sinclair jessica joyce sinclair we talk a lot about names and talk about the meanings of our own names Mm -hmm. and we get familiar with familiars Mm -hmm. and You know, chatting with our friends about their furry friends. It was just a feel-fucking-good time. Mm -hmm. Also, I felt great because I was having red wine (laughs) and weed. Uh, This was like a late-night episode recording, Mm -hmm. so just fucking enjoy it, you guys. We're going to keep it tight. As usual, we want to send you over to our awesome Instagram and TikTok accounts, Mm -hmm. at Basic Witches, and at Rachel LaForest, and at Leah Knauer. You guessed it. Yep, and join our Patreon where you can connect with us and get monthly readings, shout outs on the podcast, and a whole bunch more. You can also buy some merch, Basic Witches merch, at the link in our bio on Instagram at Basic Witches. And for now, let's sit, play, and chat with our friends, the professional dog ladies. We getting lit, witches. <laughs> yes, we're getting witch faced. <laughs> thank you we got we got the pdl in the house and then psl basic witches over here pumpkin spice spice latte season (laughs) pumpkin spice witches guys you know what i discovered um trader joe's just has pumpkin spice like it's a mix of like five or six spices no sugar added so i just bought that and been putting it in my coffee Oh. And like enchanting my coffee, and you're saving like five hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who can afford Starbucks in this pandemic? Facts. That shit is premium. To be honest. Yeah. Wait. What? Oh, we said who could afford Starbucks before the pandemic? Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> also your beer says voodoo ranger was that intentional um oh. how how oh, on wow that? such a witch she doesn't cry <laughs> it's like a skeleton too oh and i just did a skeleton photo shoot yesterday yeah not sponsored but it could have been not sponsored could have been <laughs> new belgium actually <laughs> the the um thing that the the beard that ruby and i did the commercial for oh. so i've already done the commercial for this oh that's awesome but yeah wait tell us about that tell listeners about what you did with ruby okay so ruby was in this little short film ruby Uh, Ruby is her dog my dog i'm just i'm just like talking about like a friend it was a really good time um no no ruby is my dog she's a little little sheep dog looking thing terrier, terrier looking Benji. a lot of people call her Benji. um but yeah so she basically was in a little short film with me and they just filmed her like running around in the woods and then like being cute next to me and it was so easy and she did so good huh yeah it was a good it was like five years ago oh it was wow. so she was long. oh wow yeah she was, like, yeah, she was one years old yeah she was, mm. yeah, she was a star 
I, I know. I a know. star her whole life. And her and Barb is both done commercials for Bazzi's Kiefer, which is yeah, a frozen dog treat. Yeah. Oh. Not hey. <laughs> The Hollywood dog ladies. I yeah. know. Oh, yeah. The Hollywood dog ladies. Honestly, uh, we missed We missed no. it. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just it really we does. It, we, we well, I want to say really quick, speaking of like names and stuff, Sit Play Rescue, my rescue, my animal rescue, is actually named by Aaron, who I know because of you, Leah. Mm -hmm. So it's like so weird. And we were actually all, do you remember when we were on our way back from Big Bear? Oh, yeah. And we all were in the car. We were all brainstorming. We were just we're like naming ideas. Yes, and then all of a sudden, Aaron said, sit, play, rescue, and I was like, oh, that's it. And, and I think he jot down a few of my ideas, and then I was like, this is brainstorming, Sarah. There's no bad ideas in brainstorming. <laughs> There's no bad ideas. That's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, that was a magical trip. I know I've talked about that trip before on the podcast when we went to Big Bear, and the card Kwan Yin, I always associate with our friend Erin, and I know she's listening because she's such a witch. And yeah, that was such a like girl power trip. It really was. <laughs> it was a good trip. It was a good trip. The big bare naked ladies. Is yes, that like, oh, that's what we called ourselves. Wow. wow. Really great names. I, like, <laughs> I think it was Leah. Yeah. So there's one thing we know, it's that we have really good, good names. names. <laughs> I love puns. <laughs> well, names are important when it comes to animals. And like, That's what true. you name your animals, it's like naming Beautiful. a kid. Segway. Thanks. I've been doing this for over That's two years. <laughs> how did you how did you come up with Ruby's name? I was Ruby? trying to yeah, I was trying to figure out figure that out the other day. Somebody um, asked me about Barnabas and I couldn't remember Ruby's. Honestly, I I don't know. It was just like, oh, that's her name. Oh. <laughs> no, you know what it was? I heard someone say it while I was in Petco with her. And I looked down at her and I was like, I don't know why, but like that's your name, huh? <gasps> and, I, and, and that was weird because I had a whole list of dog names that I like. What like I like? Oh, like these are all cute names, whatever. But I picked one that was not on the list that I had never even heard of before, just because I was like, this is it, huh? Mm. That's so cool. Yeah, I think it's so cool that that names mean so much. Right. Um, like I want to know what all of us each each four of us, <laughs> each four of us <laughs> say like what, um, what we were almost named and what our name comes from. Ooh. Oh, okay. And I also want to hear good. how you named Barnabas after mm -hmm. that. Oh, okay. Yes. Good story. Um, all right. Well, here's, here's a really weird one, uh, for me is my mom actually had a dream before she knew that she was pregnant. Um, where I came to her at about age 12, uh, her mom is and I like yeah. walked up to her and I was like, hi, my name is Jessica and I'm your daughter. <gasps> and then, um, she took a pregnancy test and she found out she was pregnant and she was like, I'm not fucking with fate. <laughs> Whoa. Um, and so she <gasps> was, you were named Jessica before I knew I was pregnant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Crazy. Holy. I love it. 
that's so amazing. When you were 12, that must have been so surreal for her. Like, oh yeah, like she, she, she'll tell me about it now. And she's always like, every time I looked at you, I was like, you, I knew, like I knew I was right. And I knew that like you were exactly who you said you were. It was, she was like, it was the I'm strangest. Gonna oh. what's, your, <laughs> what's your middle name? What did she come up your middle? Oh, so my middle name is Joyce. Uh, and this one's actually a lot, it, it's cute, but it's a lot less, you know, witchy or anything. Um, I was my uh, nurse's first baby. Like I was the first one that she like helped uh, deliver. Mm -hmm. And so my mom was like, what's your name? And she was like, Joyce. And so I became Jessica Joyce. Wait, Jessica Joyce. You're like, you need to be like a Marvel character. Yeah. <laughs> JJ, yeah. Joyce. And actually, well, it's already Jessica Jones, but. Because of the S's. So he called me JJ most of my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Weird, weird naming synchronicity story. Dude, your mom like, is a real ass witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That's um, so cool. But yeah, for me, hi, my name is Sarah. Um, <laughs> Sarah, I, did we even introduce ourselves? I don't think so. You don't have to. <laughs> You're talking to us. <laughs> well, um, yeah. We know you. <laughs> you. Hey guys, nice to meet you. Yeah. So. Uh, like I said, if you don't know, I'm Sarah. Um, and my middle name is Gwen, which is my grandma's middle name. So that's why I have that. And it's spelled really weird. It's spelled G-W-Y-N-N-E. Mm -hmm. so, oh. And I was almost named Grace, which would have been fine, or Crystal. Like, you don't I, like that. <laughs> I just don't identify with the crystal. Like, I don't think I am a crystal. You know what I mean? Wait, yeah, yeah. that name. No, crystal no I, listening. I know a lot of amazing crystals. All my crystals. I'm just not one of them. I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm just not one of them. I get that. Um, but, yeah, so I think that's, oh, yeah, that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Leah? I am named Leah. I'm named after my, I always get this wrong, either great aunt or great great grandmother, um, Lena. And she was, she played the musical Saw. She like painted, she was known in the town, in Knauer Town, as like the woman that everyone would go to. I think she was unmarried. She was definitely a witch. Like, whether oh. she identified as that, like, I just feel like she was. She was a healer. And I think it's so crazy that I was named after her because I'm really very similar to her. She would go on, like, late night comedy shows and play the musical Saw. And um, <laughs> I have seen Leah play the musical Saw. It runs in my family. I'll give you five hundred dollars. Like, I don't have five hundred dollars right now. We'll manifest. But I'll, I'll get it for you. Honestly, like, I think fundraise it for people to watch you play. I will fun. do it. I'm I'm not great. Like I'm not. My aunts are really really good. Um, uh, but yeah, every Thanksgiving and Christmas, my family plays the saw, and I thought that that was a normal thing. But I guess. Not. <laughs> I, you, you, go to, so you go to a Christmas party, you're like, where's the saw? Where's the saw? You seem like so you're missing a key element doing here. the saw instrumental? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so 
yeah. And then Elizabeth, I, I actually don't know where that came from. I think they just liked it. Yeah, Elizabeth. Well, yeah, that's, it has a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a vibe. That's so interesting because Elizabeth translates to my story. Ooh. So my mom's name is Anna Elizabeth. <gasps> and that was my great aunt's name. Wait, just real weird. This is real weird and witchy. My great aunt's name was Anna Elizabeth, and then my other great aunt's name was Joyce. <gasps> Whoa. <gasps> oh, weird. my God. <laughs> Wait, okay. I also have to clarify because I'm an idiot. I just I'm realized. North Carolina, Jess. Yeah. I just realized my mom's name is Beth. So that's where that comes from. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> weird. <laughs> Oops, wow. that's where that comes from. My mom. Huh. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, well. Well, <laughs> full circle, back to my mom. So, yes. Anna Elizabeth. But she was actually born and named on her birth certificate, Anna Gabrielle. Ooh, so, oh. then, because her parents are Hungarian, they immigrated in, like, the early 50s over here. And um, they were very Catholic. And, like, my Hungarian grandmother was a nun in a convent in Hungary before coming to America. So very what? Catholic. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and um, so they kind of felt like about a week after naming my mom, they were like, um, Elizabeth, or Gabrielle is too sexy. Like, it's not... Christian enough and too scandalous so they changed it to Elizabeth they went and had her name changed to Anna Elizabeth so she gave me the middle name of Gabrielle to like honor her original middle name claim it but get this (laughs) I go to update my social security card and I have to get my birth certificate and my mom's birth certificate and I fucking see it wasn't Gabrielle. It was Gabriella. What? Gabriella. Wait, yours? My mom's. Oh. So she actually named me Rachel Gabrielle because she thought her name was Anna Gabrielle when she was born, but it was Anna Gabriella. Which is mu- which is more scandalous sound like, sounding. It is a little bit more like woo. Yeah, yeah. That so, A. Not the A. That A. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing is like a typo and a namesake, and here I am. That's funny. I love that. That's like Oprah's story. Really? She was supposed to be Orpa, and oh. they spelled it wrong on the birth certificate, so now she's Oprah. Uh-huh. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. And you wow. know, Harpo, her business is Oprah backwards. Wow. Yeah. Orpa. Orpa was supposed to be her name. I'm wow. just shook, because Oprah just like... It like, sounds right, right? <laughs> Can you imagine, like, I'm sure there's, like, another dimension where Orpa Orpa. Orpa. Oh. <laughs> yeah. is her business. And where the mistake. Yeah. Do you think she Oprah. still hands out cars? A hundred percent. Okay. Oh, my yeah, God. Maybe yeah. she's, like, still on the air. Oh, yeah. Like, on, like, like, the, yeah. like, on. Oh. In every dimension, yeah. Oprah gives out cars. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that just happens. Um, oh, and then Barnabas' story okay. for his name is actually kind of funny because I got him when he was two. So he was, like, already, like, a full-grown dog. Like, he wasn't a puppy. And um, I adopted him from uh, South L.A., so just a shelter boy. Um, and 
I remember we, we didn't name him at first. Me and my ex um, adopted him together. Uh, and we didn't name him the first few days because we weren't sure if he like came from like another house because like he was so smart and he was like so clean and like so like calm and like L let me just tell you how clean this dog is he chews his own fingernails he cuts his own fingernails i don't have to trim his own fingernails. he does it himself he it's does awesome. it uh, which is great oh my gosh it's amazing <laughs> but also it, it contributed to us believing that he like had to have been from a house we were like no dog has a nail nails these the short right like, from the streets yeah just doesn't and so like we kind of like put off naming him and we weren't really sure like what we were doing but we came up with like a list of names kind of like what you said we had like a list of names and we had like a list of like probably like 15 names or something like that and um Finally, we were like, all right, well, I guess, like, he's our dog, you know, he's not, he's not going anywhere, uh, he's just really smart, I guess, and yeah. clean, and whoever had him didn't want him, right. um, which, I don't know, whoever, that. whoever that person is in the universe is You're a dumb. very big idiot, <laughs> uh, but um, we, like, sat him down at the edge of the bed, and we, like, took out the name of the lists, <laughs> and we just started going down the list. Uh, and we waited until he reacted to one positively, so we just kind of, like, started at the top and, like, went down, and, uh, when we hit Barnabas, his head turned to one side, and we were like, oh, do you like that one? Do you like the name Barnabas? And it turned to the other side. Um, and we were like, oh, okay, I guess that's your name. <laughs> Stopped there, like, because it was like, uh, the, all of the other ones he just kind of didn't react to, but when we got to that one, he was like, hmm. I'm kind of into that, like, like tilt one way, tilt the other way. <laughs> Hold that thought, that what one, that one. Um, and ironically, he's named after uh, Johnny Depp from Dark Shadows. He's like, he's the vampire, mm. uh, and, uh, he's the vampire character. Um, so it's like, he kind of has a dark, you know. History. Yeah, witchy. Yeah, dark, you he's know, whatever. He's a vampire. Yeah, vampire. Yeah. Yeah. and he yeah. like has white eyes yeah which like, i think was the contributing yeah. factor for sure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow spooky vibes well, so i want to get into you both identify as witches can yeah. you tell us yes can you tell us when um when you started identifying as that and how you found witchcraft do you want me to be completely honest always your podcast. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, like that, like, I'm gonna cry. But, like, that. I'm gonna cry. Got me on, like, my journey and, like, this pod. Like, I'm so fucking honored to be on mm. here. Like, you guys are my favorite podcast. Like, this mm. is, like, seriously. And you happen to be, like, two of my best friends also. <laughs> like, but, like, really, like, I... When, when you started, like, a few years ago, I started listening. I was like, you know what? I really think that there's something to this. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just want to open – because I was raised Christian mm -hmm. and, like, very, very, very Christian. Um, like, I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so uh, – yeah, so <laughs> it's just a real weird, you know – well, I lived in Texas. So does that explain everything? <laughs> small town, town small town, Texas. East Texas. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so yeah, basically this really, your podcast opened up my eyes to like things that I already did, like as a kid, like mm. my friends and I at sleepovers would like try and like read each other's minds. Like I remember like one of my best friends, um, Brenda, we would sit like 
in school and like try and like uh we would close our eyes and I'd be like okay I'm thinking of like uh letters in order of a b c d I want you to try and think of what I'm thinking of and we would get like almost, as like 12 year old kids Whoa. like almost every time and I remember being like dude like are you fucking with me and like are you fucking with me <laughs> yeah and so, like, listening to y'all's pod, I was like, oh, my gosh, I do these things. These are things that are already innately inside of me that I do, and, like, intuition and manifesting. These are all things that I already kind of did, but without knowing. So, yeah. like, now knowing these things and, like, knowing and, like, finding more about out about myself, I'm able to really open myself and be vulnerable and, like, unlearn and learn. Oh my god. I just want to clap so loud. I have a podcast. I I'm still want to cry. I'm going to do the clapping over here. <laughs> I'm like literally I'm cheering up. I'm so like that was so well said, Sarah. Like no, oh my god. I just want to one thing I want to say is I want to brag on myself because I'm on 15, day 15 of Rachel's Learn to Love Yourself course. Yeah. So, and yesterday was gloat, and so I'm just choosing not to do that again. Oh, wow. Yes. Good. Yes. Good. You can gloat to us, girl. Yes. I love that. Honestly, like, you guys are fucking awesome. Like, I can't even, just the things that you have said that I was, like, already thinking, or just things that I needed clear, like, clarity on. Like you have said it on the podcast so many times. And there's so many times that I've been listening to the podcast and something weird happened. Like uh -huh. the um, Rhiannon thing, right? Oh, back Rhiannon. in the day. Yeah. Tell, tell our tell. listeners. The, yeah. Okay. So you guys have that episode. I think you have a couple different episodes where you either pull a card Rhiannon or like, mm -hmm. you know, some weird stuff happens with it. She's popped up a few times. Yes. Like uh, quite a few. Mm -hmm. Almost every single time i listen to one of those i always listen Whoa. to your episode far and almost every single time i listen to one of those episodes oh here's my little kitty yes of course um, but almost every single time and i know it at least happened three times the rain ran and played on the radio oh I where I listened to your podcast. Right before? Right before. Holy. Wow. Fuck yes. Like pull, either you would talk about the song or you would pull <gasps> the card. And I would just be like, Ugh, and Whoa. ran like, uh, oh, and you, oh my gosh. And when we're in Big Bear, you pulled that card for me. Are you That's serious? Awesome. Yes, yes. Wow. It just gets weirder and weirder wow <laughs> but, but yeah and so yes, this is one of your guides it seems uh, yeah 100%. okay like, like lover of like animals and like all yes yeah, sure yes um yeah so i've uh i've been identifying as a witch uh for a while actually um i was like really really fortunate because like i said my mom um is very open to mm -hmm. uh, witchcraft um she grew up Catholic. Uh, she was like in a very um, traditional Catholic household, but I was not raised that way. Um, I was raised very much so without like kind of a uh, a hand in like being like, oh, like you're going to be Christian. Like I never was like taking, like I never was really like 
brought to church on Sundays, like unless I was going with my grandparents, like it wasn't like a part of my life. But what was, was like my mom would like get her tea leaves read or like read to me about astrology or like play with Ouija boards with me. And so like, that was like very normal to me at a very young age. Um, more so than like reading the Bible or anything like that. So like, it's, it's strange because like people like talk to me about like, you know, uh, like Ouija boards or like um, astrology and I'm like, oh yeah, like I've been doing this or talking about this since I was like four. six. <laughs> you know, like, Damn. I remember my mom like being like, you're a Gemini. So like, I'm going to flip to like the like pages and I'm going to like read you like what that means. And I'm going to like tell you about like your chart and I'm going to tell you like how me and you are like, because she's an Aquarius. Um, and so like, she'll like sit down and she would be like, let me like tell you how our signs are similar because they are like very companion signs. They're both air signs. Um, they're both communicators. Uh, and we're both weirdos. (laughs) Like I am like at my peak weirdest with my mom. Like, like she pulls out all of like my my weird qualities. I'm like, yeah, the Aquarius energy is real. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's my, she's, uh, she really is like a hero like when it comes to like my uh my like spiritual journey because it's I was given a lot of freedom to like choose and like learn what I like did towards naturally Mm. Um, and I remember actually like one time in uh in I think it was like probably late high school I told her that I might be um agnostic Uh, Because I was just, like, kind of, like, searching for, like, where I really fit. And I was, like, at that point, even though I was practicing spiritual, like, spiritually, I was practicing witchcraft. I wasn't, like, calling myself a witch at that point. Um, It was something more, like, I just did for myself. Um, And I honestly think I didn't realize, like, that you could call yourself a witch. And it wasn't, like, you know, something people would be, like, oh, what? (laughs) You know? Like, so, like, at that point, it was something I did for myself. And I remember her being like, oh, like, you can't, like, you can't believe in nothing. And I was like, oh, no, mom, like, agnostic doesn't mean you believe in nothing. It means I just don't know. Like, I believe there's something. I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, okay. And she was like, she was like, see, as long as you believe that, like, the earth cares about you, like, that's, like, all I care. She's like, the earth is a living, breathing thing. So at the very least, you have to know that the earth is, like, caring for you. I'm and crying. so it's like, I've always had this very, like, hippie view of, like, life and, like, been very, like, welcomed to be a witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, long before I called myself a witch, but, like, I feel like I've been practicing witchcraft since I was, like, six. (laughs) And I probably have, like, known that I've been practicing witchcraft since I was, like, in, like, probably uh, my senior year of, like, high school was when I really was, like, all right, this is what I'm doing. Me? Witch. Yeah, I I started, like, (laughs) I started, like, posting, like, gay witch aesthetic on things, you know. Yes. <laughs> itch. Itch. Yeah. 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 Um, well, we've been talking a lot about moms and family. Yes. I think I've got another segue here, ladies. Here we go. Familiars. Let's yeah. talk about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the best thing <laughs> Familiars. Let's go. <laughs> Leave a million. I mean, we can we can also you know do we're that segue uh, with just being like family and pets. You Speaking know, of like familiars. That's... Where's my cat? Where's my cat? <laughs> <laughs> no. um, yeah. So uh, 
it's kind of funny. So you guys didn't really um, know too much about familiars when I like mentioned it the other day, right? Like I kind of yeah. like, I, I, said, I didn't know that they were persecuted. Like I, I knew about oh, familiars. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I did yeah. know that fact. So we should definitely talk about that now. Yeah. Oh, so like, I think a lot of people, you know, when they so hear familiars, fun. if they know what a familiar is, they immediately go to like Salem from like Sabrina, the teenage witch. Oh. Like it's like, or um, even like Maleficent's crow. I don't. I can't think of his name right now. But like mm -hmm. you know, like having like a companion, like a witch having a companion animal. Like it's like I think a lot of people go to like media nowadays and like go, oh, like yeah, a witch has like a black cat or like right. a crow or whatever. But um, I think a lot of people don't know like that that actually comes from like a historical like root yeah. <laughs> uh, because yeah. familiars like it comes from uh, familiaris. Um, in Latin, which is basically like a household servant uh, or like a guardian angel. So it's like they were like seen as like spirit guides that were like sent to like long before like the witch persecutions. Like they were seen as like spirit guides for people. Like it's like if you had a familiar, it was a being. It didn't even necessarily have to be a living being. It could be a spirit. It could be a animal. It could be a person. It was very, very open as far as. Um, what that guiding force could be, but all of those things would be classified as a familiar. And it wasn't really until like the 1600s when like the witch trials were happening that like people were like, oh, like uh, actually the familiars are animals that are vessels that witches use uh, to either like do tasks or um, to enhance yeah. their magic. Sent by the uh, devil sent by the devil or gifted by the devil oh. yeah so it's you would I basically like would make a deal yeah you would make a deal with the devil and he would give you a familiar and they even had these uh this um searching technique on witches where they would look for things like moles because um or like skin tags this is where the third nipple thing comes in yes. i have a third nipple mm -hmm. yes. i have a lot of moles sarah so on the back of my neck people used to look for those and they would say that those were considered witches teats or they would feed their familiars from i have a witchy titty for sure <laughs> <on my neck. laughs> rachel are, are, are you guys they, they look like they look like a vampire bite is it somewhere around there no yet? rachel no. stop are you from the other side <laughs> you need to stop because look at mine yes, right there now. Okay. Mine are vampire bites. Oh, yeah. <gasps> that's cool. They have the same alignment on you guys, the same part of the Also, neck. we're so lucky oh, that like wrong. we're so lucky that we can be like proud of our spots and not be hanged yes. for it. Yes. Oh, the witches before us. We have we have Could privilege. you imagine those witches back then, like? having to hide and be like fear. I would always have to wear a turtleneck me too yeah. and then like right right now if they saw us we're like on a digital screen showing each other our markings like we would yes. be dead we laughing about their superfluous yeah. nipple <laughs> you know what I just want to say for all of us fuck them yes, <laughs> yes. yes. okay yes. so I went on a little bit of a YouTube rabbit hole on familiars after our brunch when we talked oh, yes. about them and oh nice okay and I think the dates might have been a little bit earlier when they started realizing what you said Jess like or realizing deciding yeah. that they think familiars are evil um and this was my most interesting fact I took away from it that 
because there was a huge massacre of like all black cats and, and toads as well, like things yeah. that they were saying were familiars and of the witches themselves, mm -hmm. they actually attribute the fucking black death, the bubonic plague to spreading so fast because, because it spreads with fleas that live on rats and with getting rid of so many cats, the rat population grew and that's how the black plague spread. And a lot of people, a lot of people now in hindsight go back and they're like, that was, that was immediate like witch karma. Like witch karma like came down like magic upon life. I am really, yes. truly sister shook right now. Yeah, sister and so shook. actually, what I was, was going to say is, um, yeah, and it was actually like the 1500s, you're right, Rachel, and the 1500s was when people started to really decide that like black animals were like uh, evil, and it was like the like hysteria through the 1600s that like basically fed into like right. people like burning cats, like, and yeah. it, it was really insane because like, if you were a single woman with an animal, or if you were like an animal, um, like <laughs> lover, like, and you just like would feed cats, like Bro, people I would, would look be at dead you and assume so you were a witch. Quick. We'd both be dead yeah. so quick. All yeah. of Los Feliz oh, would be dead. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I, what's really interesting is when I was doing wow. some research uh, a, a week or so ago, I was reading that. Um, when when witches or quote unquote like supposed witches uh when people had been accused of witchcraft and were um being kept in cells they would even consider uh a roach walking toward a woman to be a uh, familiar like they like they were like, oh my gosh. like they would look for anything to be like that is the devil so, sending a message to AKA, a witch right now. Animals love good people, so if you're a good person, <laughs> an animal walks up to you, you're a witch. You're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Animals love them. Um, I actually recently read that, and you guys could probably speak on this, there's a discrimination against black dogs in adoption because yes. people associate the color black with evil, which obviously racism is tied yeah. to Well, yeah. So do you see that? Yeah, so that's, that's actually called black dog syndrome, mm -hmm. and it's actually prevalent with all black animals in shelters, mm -hmm. it, but uh, specifically with, like, big black dogs, which is why the dogs get the moniker. Right. Um, but basically, yeah, it's black that, dogs, black yeah, black dogs or black cats have a severely higher uh, euthanasia rate and a severely lower adoption rate um, because people associate them with bad luck or yeah. witchcraft or or bad omens it's it's insane it's really really messed up you know what's like fucked up I'm just realizing is like people commonly have these superstitions that come from the roots of witchcraft mm -hmm. and magic but then they don't support or praise witchcraft and magic mm -hmm. and they like deny it mm -hmm. yes. it's like do you even know why you don't like the number 13, bitch? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <gasps> We're getting witch-faced. I just poured more wine. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. No, but it, I mean, it's, it's, really, it's really fascinating. The other day, I actually posted something on Facebook about how a lot of things in the Bible are derived from witchcraft. Oh, and yeah. one of my Christian friends commented on it and was like, um, Psalms, is it Psalms, uh, is a spell book. And uh, she was like, Psalms is not a spell book. And I was like, actually. And I was like, I'm just going to like go ahead. And, Ironically, like, that was my favorite uh, 
Bible, Bible part, <laughs> book, Bible, uh, whatever it is. But yeah, I like got her like the the um basically just like I, I fact checked myself and yeah. I like brought her like the information and just somebody breaking down like how it can function as a Wait, wow. Okay, oh. I don't know anything about this. Can you explain? Yeah, elaborate? so I guess I guess I know again, did not grow up very Christian, can't speak too much on it. I can fact check you. Yeah, you can fact check me. We, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead. I know uh, way more than I want but, to know. Um, supposedly, you know, I, from the research that I did about it, uh, Psalms is a lot of like manifesting. Like you're, you're, you're doing a lot of like asking and like looking to manifest something. So whether you're manifesting money or manifesting luck or manifesting goodwill or manifesting whatever, there's a lot of like, uh, what are they called? Um, oh, affirmations. It's basically a, like a book of affirmations. Oh, but shit. It, like it totally functions as a spell book. And there's actually a lot of Christian witches who use Psalms as their spell practice book. This is so cool. I did not know this ever. Yeah. I'm just really shook because I used to turn to Psalms and just pick a verse and be like, oh, this applies to me today. Yeah. So you were doing bibliomancy. There you go. Really with the Bible. <laughs> My mom is going to be bibliomancy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's crazy to me. Like when you like look back at like, I mean, even down to like why people still to this day say black cats are bad luck. That yeah. goes back the fear and hysteria of witches you know yes. like that's why they're associated oh, that way yes. there's no other reason to associate them with bad luck you know mm-hmm. like yeah there's so, also like, there's okay. also a discrimination against pit bulls and i know this only from you sarah because you told me to watch that documentary on that big bear trip the champions yeah i think that was it oh. it's the best it's the yeah. best it's, yeah everyone can watch the champions it's on netflix it's about um, Michael Vick's fighting dogs, mm-hmm. and all 52 of the dogs were supposed to be euthanized. Uh, Best Friends Animal Society steps in, and they save almost all of the dogs. I think it's only two of them had two to of get them. put down. Yeah, and, and, and then, like, there's, like, one who's, like, in a sanctuary for life. Right. But people didn't, people thought that, like you said, pitbulls are so damaged, they're yeah. too damaged, they can't be rehomed. No, and they some deserve dogs, love just like all of us. Some of those dogs got rehomed into homes with other dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. homes with other dogs. Yeah, it's it just like goes to show you like if you just believe in what you're doing and yeah. you can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I think like it doesn't work when irresponsible pet owners get a get a rescue pit bull that maybe you know was abused or whatever, mm-hmm. and like don't do that research, education, or precaution, but get it because they think it looks cool. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, I mean, I saw my friend bit by a pit bull right in front of me and, like, have to get sent to the ER, and it was graphic. Oof, I'm sure. But also, I've hung out with that pit bull um, when the owner was around, and it was all great because she trained her well, but it's like the owner was out of town. Somebody was watching it. Somebody didn't know all the precautions to take. There are so. all of Things right. that attribute, and I just want to we we reiterate this all the time on our show. Mm-hmm. But all dogs have a threshold to where they will bite. Mm-hmm. All dogs, yeah, mm-hmm. in the right circumstances, yeah. just like all people. Just if they're getting yeah. mad, like yeah. all people, they'll right. yell at someone and they'll just lose their temper. That's the same goes to dogs. I actually mm-hmm. was gonna. Say that, I was gonna say, could you imagine if like you went through something very traumatizing, mm-hmm. and then like 
the the way that people reacted to you was to be like, oh, well, you are too damaged and you must be put down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like to immediately the, assume that somebody is beyond help or a being is beyond help. The, is the fact that, that euthanasia is a societal norm that I have to tell the kids that I nanny about exists is not okay. Yeah. That's yeah. not okay. Yeah. So we don't... We, I don't, I don't want to get into it. This is a whole different, yeah. Yeah. We're about to get into it, y'all. We're about to be on PDL. (laughs) You know, my Uh, friend was actually bit by Pitbull the Rapper. No way. (laughs) I'm kidding. Not not all all Pitbulls. Not all Pitbulls. (laughs) (laughs) Die. But yeah, actually, I do. Mr. Worldwide. (laughs) Really good um, segue to talking about, like, having experiences, positive experiences, experience. uh, with animals that, like, yeah. you contribute to being familiar, familiar-esque. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like, for example, like, a lot of modern witches, uh, when they talk about familiars now, like, they, they contribute them to being yeah. animals, but they also contribute them to being animals that, like, come into their life at a very specific time and, like, have, like, a specific message or, like, do a specific thing for them. Um, and are innately, like, drawn to magic, and, um, you know, I've been, uh, like I said, I've been very open to witchcraft for a while, um, and I never, like, I, I love, love, love my other dog, uh, Layla, she's an amazing, she's 15, I've had her her whole entire life, she is a great dog, but (laughs) the, the relationship that I have with her is vastly, vastly different than the relationship that I have with Barnabas. And whenever I talk about Barnabas, it's almost like an inexplicable, like, connection, like, down to, like, weird synchronicities, like, both of us have seizures, um, which I didn't know when I adopted him. Right. have them, like, Like, almost days apart. Yeah, or or on the same night, sometimes they'll have them. Really um, fucked up. It's, it's like weirdly synchronistic. Uh, and like, I, I didn't know that about him when I adopted him. That's sweet because uh, that allows empathy from you, yeah. his caretaker. Ironically, mm. you guys, he is her service dog. Yeah. So he oh. helps her with her seizures. So whenever That's I see he stays with me and he makes sure I'm okay. He makes sure I don't like hurt myself. And, and, vice, like, versa. and vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's actually oh. wild. Like, it's, oh. it's a very, like, Whenever I like think about it, I'm like, oh so my god, like I get cake. chills. Yeah, like I get chills because yeah. I'm like, how, like in what like scenario do I end up with a dog that I'm told has absolutely no health problems, and then for the first like year that I have him, he has no health problems, <laughs> and it turns out he <laughs> like like absolutely insane to me. That's crazy. Um, but it's weird too because when I first saw him. Uh, he was in like the back of his like run, which is just a kennel for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, it's like a tall, narrow kennel. And, uh, he was in the back and he came up to me, he sat down and he put his paw on like the, like door. And I put my hand there and he just like rested his paw. And, um, (laughs) I like sent photos of him to like my like friend in Vegas. And she was like, that's your dog. You're going to take him home. That's your dog. And, uh, like I said, my, my ex was like, this is the dog you're going to go home with. But she was looking at a different dog, so we didn't end up taking him home the <gasps> first Like, we ran out of time to, like, decide, and so we, like, left. Oh. And then the next 
day we went like first thing in the morning and she really wanted like this German Shepherd and I was just like I couldn't stop thinking about this Husky Akita in the front like little like area and I was like oh my gosh I can't stop thinking about him but if you want this other dog we'll get the other dog and she was like no I can tell you want the husky get the husky so we got the husky she proceeded to be very mad about adopting a husky but <laughs> ironically he's still here so, <laughs> he's <not>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I like look at it and I just I think it's so funny. he really did come into my life when I needed him and I didn't yeah. know of those things at the time oh. like, I didn't do know you, like how much I would need him in the future and you believe that the pets choose us not we choose the pets yes most <laughs> of the time yes I think I think you can choose a pet you know right. like I think there's plenty of people who go out and choose pets um you know because they're looking for something very specific but usually but there's I, something like I know when I picked a pet it was the dog that like smelled me the most right. and it was just yeah. like there was an attraction right. immediately yes mm -hmm. you have a connection yeah I was I gonna think. say I think that like unless you're like adopting like a puppy without meeting it like it's like right. most of the time you're you are you're, like, this yeah. is and the animal that I'm connecting mm -hmm. with. Um, right and yeah like I mean you have a crazy story with Ruby like Ruby oh, literally yeah. within moments were like, this is my dog. Yeah, so funny story. I was in a different town. I just got done filming like a short film in like 2015 in Rockwall, Texas. Uh, picked up dog food. We all had the same reaction. I was like, like oh. <laughs> yeah, where my dad lives. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we, we all, we, we kind of, I, so I went to go get pet, dog, dog food at a Petco. And I walk in and there's like a shelter adoption, you know, like rescues and shelters do um, adoptions all the time, right? Outside of pet stores. We used to do those yeah, at a pet yeah. Um So I walked up and I saw this little puppy. And I was like, can I hold that dog? And I didn't even know if it was up for adoption. I was just like, I'm drawn to that dog. I want to hold that dog. And I was like, yeah, she's not up for adoption, right? Because I was like, this dog is too cute to be up for adoption <laughs> like literally like yeah, a she handful like ten, of fluff yeah just 10 weeks like, old like little fluffy ruby oh. um so i'm like can i hold that dog he's like yeah she's up for adoption i'm like really oh. <laughs> and uh i was not looking for another dog at the time i already had dixie who who you mm. both know um and my ex and i had a dog together too which he now has um but I was like, I can't have a third dog. Like, that's crazy. Like, I can't have a third dog. Uh, can't do that. Oh, look at me now. But no. <laughs> no um, but I was like, okay. I picked her up. Almost immediately, she laid her head on my shoulder. I started bawling, crying. Because I knew, I was like, I can't get a third dog. Like, that <laughs> is crazy crazy <laughs> and then I was like oh my gosh for some reason I just have a connection to this dog and and I I called my boyfriend at the time and he said yes for whatever reason thank you he said yes <laughs> he was like she can be your Christmas present and I said yes Oh yeah. <laughs> Ruby. And um, guess who's still around? Still around. Fast. Guys, I'm just you know, pointing this out. Fast. 
no, for real. Get yourself a pet. They stick around. They're always, they're always the ones who got your back. Got um, you. She actually survived distemper uh, before I got her. And then right after I adopted her, she had to get spayed, so I didn't get to take her immediately. Um, but she got parvo. Uh, both, both of them are deadly, deadly diseases, especially mm-hmm. the uh, She survived both. I had to give her, like, Newcastle, which at the time was an experimental drug. Uh, and, and she, she survived, you know? Oh, so wow. it, Cause I've recently learned about this. I'm, I've become obsessed with rescues, especially oh. yours. And just, I love looking at rescue sites every night before I go to bed. Oh, it, yeah, cute. it's really cute. And I just imagine my life with each one of them. It's like Tinder for someone in a relationship. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Anyway, so I see a lot that like a lot of puppies die from either distemper or parvo, and I didn't really know this before. What right. is that? Like, what are those diseases? Distemper and parvo? Yeah. So they're pretty, uh, they, they mess with basically, so it starts off as a URI, like upper respiratory stuff. Uh, and then it goes to their brain. They start having seizures and it's really, really hard. It can go down, you guys, in two days. Yeah, you can lose a puppy You really can lose fast. a puppy really, really fast. And you won't even know that they're sick yet. And then all of a sudden it happens. So you really have to watch out. You, If you have a puppy who is under eight weeks and not vaccinated, mm-hmm. you do not ever take it outside on any public Yeah, ground. that's right. Honestly, when Ruby was a baby, well, she had parvo, so I obviously had to keep her inside. But even if she wouldn't have, I would have kept her inside until she had her, like, second or third booster shot. Well, it's like, you know, you have to quarantine them. Now we all know what that means. Yeah, yeah, it's like baby. We all know what that means. (laughs) Real. Yeah. um, But, yeah, and there, speaking of, like, familiars, like, I really do believe that Ruby is my familiar. as Jess does to Barnabas, like very clearly, like how weird is that? But there have been many times where something very traumatic has happened to me and Ruby was there trying to get me out of it, actively, trying to help me, not trying to harm anything, not trying to do anything, just trying to help me get out of it. And Jess read me like the definition of familiar, like, them helping you, trying to like help you like along your way, being your spirit guide. Oh, I just, I know. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I know. Me too. (laughs) I remember like in this traumatic experience, like feeling Ruby breathing on my face because she was trying to get me to wake up. Like that's like, she was trying, like she knew something was wrong and she was trying, she was like, please wake up. And so I, you know, I, ever since she was a puppy, I've had a connection to her, but after that, like, really, that was just, and she was only a year old when that happened, so, like, that just, like, put, put us together even, even more, and also, I just want to say, dog training, training your dog will make your bond even stronger, too, so after yeah. that, I started training her, and then our bond grew and grew and grew, and yeah, it's just, it's kind of crazy the bond you can have with animals. Communication and trust, right? Yeah, trust. I think it's also, I mean, it's really one of those things too, where it's like animals innately are healers. Like it's like they, they are yeah. healing beings, you know, they're empathetic and they are non-judgmental. And so unconditional it's really, love, it's really easy to like open yourself up to them and yeah. accept 
their um their energy you know yeah and like I always think you know because a lot of people say that familiars are just more drawn to magic you know they're more drawn to witches they're drawn to uh people with magical qualities and I think I see that a lot in Barnabas even like down to Barnabas went and stayed with you Rachel yes oh my god he was I was just thanking him again the other day because I walked by a spot where I walked him but he came to stay with me for a night or two after the attack and it was like the only night that I slept through it was like almost practically still to this day the best night of sleep I had since the attack you know it was just <laughs> like, because I felt so safe with him because he was literally patrolling the windows for me. Mm-hmm. Like he but knew exactly yeah. what to do. Mm-hmm. But go like, on. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think like I think about that a lot. I think like about how he know like his um he's such a sensitive dog. Like he's so aware of what people need when they need it. Like I've witnessed because he'll task for me, obviously, mm-hmm. which is not not shocking to me, but like Watching him oh, when what does like task mean? oh tasking is uh, basically just like whenever I need him to uh, respond to something that I'm having an issue with as a service dog he responds with a given like uh, response mm-hmm. so okay. it's like uh, that might be if I am like scratching my arm he will nose my hand so that I stop mm-hmm. or. Uh, he will, if I'm crying, he'll, like, come over and, like, get in my space so that, like, I pet him and, like, focus on him. So, like, wow. those sort of behaviors. Um, but, like, when he does that with me, it's like, okay, that makes sense. You know, he's been trained to, like, you know, react that way. Um, even though, naturally, he always, like, was very connected to me and, like, followed me around. Mm-hmm. But I always, like, swell in my heart whenever I watch him do it with other people. Um, because like whether it's like Sarah's having a rough day or like yeah, like it's like like, that, like like not very long ago he did right. it to me. Like it's like <laughs> it's like like Sarah was like I was just like having a really hard time and like I like I was crying like I was crying and Barnabas just walked up to me and was like, Hey, uh are he you got good? in my lap. Like, <laughs> he got in my lap. This is he's my big. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. Gets just in the lap. I was like, um, oh, or like I said, like when he went with you and he was patrolling, like hearing those stories, it's like just knowing that he has an awareness and an instinct to know like what people need from him at any given moment. Yeah. It's like inexplicable to me. And yeah. like every time I think about it, I'm like, he's just a magic dog. Like, I don't know like what I did to deserve him, but like I am so smart. for him. I'm very thankful. We're talking all about our furry friends this episode, so it's only fitting that we talk about our fur. I'm talking hair, baby. And we have such an awesome partnership with Function of Beauty. They are the OG custom online hair care brand. And not only the OG, but the best. We tried it out and they sent us shampoo and conditioner and lotion. And I'm not kidding, witches. It smells amazing. It feels amazing. And it's cruelty-free and vegan. Mm-hmm. And this vegan over here is very happy about that. And my vegan partner today um, asked like, oh my gosh, your hair smells so good. What is it? And I was like, peach, baby. <laughs> and I was like, function of self-loving because that's what I named mine. Yeah, you can 
name your bottles. It's so cool. Everything about Function of Beauty is customizable. Their hair care is formulated specifically for you. No matter your hair type, they create shampoo, conditioner, and treatments to fit your unique needs. And all you have to do is take a quick but thorough quiz, tell them a little bit about your hair, and then they will determine the right blend of ingredients based on your focus, uh, bottle your custom formula to order, and then deliver it right to your door. And you know, we really need that nowadays. So what are you waiting for? Go to functionofbeauty.com slash witches to take your four-part hair profile quiz and save 20% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash witches for 20% off and to let them know you heard about it from our show. That's functionofbeauty.com slash witches. Now back to the pro dog ladies, baby. We, while we were talking about animals in the past year or two, I've started to, um, dog sit and I, every time I do it, I like, can't believe I'm getting paid to hang out with an animal because <sighs> it is so healing every time. Yep. Yep. The way they sleep with you, wake up with you, you spend time together. There really is like a nonverbal communication for sure. I really don't know that I could, I mean, I know I could spend a night without an animal, but I I wouldn't like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would like to not. What's weird is it's like you get, you become reliant on them and they're like this silent entity that just like yeah. exists in your life like they never they talk. never talk to you That's they never like the best but part. it's like <laughs> ironically like, they like hold like this like very very like communicative part of your yeah, life yeah they you talk know? to you but they never talk right they never verbally <laughs> talk yeah um yeah I, I say that all the time I'm like I, I could hold a full conversation with Barnabas and mm. yeah it's like Reason, you know, I would know what I was saying, and he would know what I was facts. saying. He does really <laughs> understand. He understands like probably what three hundred words. It's an insane amount. It's of like words. A, it's a, a very really fucked boy. up amount of words. It's <laughs> the cognition of a four-year-old. Yeah, four. <laughs> He's open doors by himself, guys. Not like, okay. It's crazy. It's <sighs> like I, 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 I used to have to put a baby lock on the door so that he wouldn't let open himself the door out. and let himself out when I left. <laughs> He would come with me. I would leave the house. He'd be like, "No, mom, I'm coming with." It was the door that swing like swung in, and he would oh. open the door and swing it, swing it, and come out after me. Like that's the hardest. I love him so much. I mean, it really is crazy that he knew to patrol, and it's like I was fresh off of a home invasion. Like, yeah. it's crazy. It's. Yeah, the empathy. I feel like dogs have like that sense of like they just they have empathy. Yeah, yeah. They, and I think I think it definitely helps that you're a witch. You know, like yeah. I think yeah. that your like energy to communicate with him was much more verbal and loud for and him to pick up on. Recognize him as his own entity. Yes. Yeah, you know yeah. I think. I, I talk about that a lot. I always like talk about like when people give animals the respect that they are intelligent right. because so many people, mm. so many people, I think, uh, view animals based off of our intelligence, you know, and I'm like, yeah, well, if you're asking a dog to work a computer, they're not going to be able to do it. Right. Like, obviously, yeah. like, I, I know well, my I grandma can't do it either. I, so. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I 
you said if I ask if I ask you, Sarah, to track a smell with your nose, then I'm not go like shit. you know, you're not gonna be very I'm good at that. Go take that. <laughs> you know, whereas Barnabas would be like, Oh yeah, I got you. You know, like and so it's like yeah. I always I always like say if you look at animals as intelligent beings, which they are, and sentient beings, which they are, with feelings and emotions and dreams, and you respect them as an entity instead of looking them as as like property or as lesser yeah their communication to you is going to be so much louder and clearer because uh -huh. they're comfortable with communicating you can work together uh, yes mm -hmm. you can yeah. like i everybody I like needs to hear that yeah like I, I i saw somebody the other day and they were like i hate the word owner and i was like wow i never realized that but i do too yeah, like i, I hate like like yeah. thinking of him as like property or them as yeah. any of them as no. property. Yeah. Um, what do you prefer, a, caretaker? No, I, and so like I, I I was thinking about that. I was yeah. like, what the alternative? And um, they said a couple. They said caretaker. They said uh, fur parent, dog parent. Uh -huh. Um, which I mean, I'm obviously like, familiar. Right. <laughs> right. And so I think for me, I was just like, well, I mean, I guess I just kind of called him my dog. Like, I, like, I don't really ever refer to myself as, like, in a position of power over him. I feel like I always call Ruby Ruby. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm always, like, Barnabas, my dog, or my dog, Barnabas. I, like, like I at the beginning like, of this pod, I didn't even say Ruby. That's true. That's true. I'm dead. No, that doesn't really happen. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that like I think that when you are a open to your intuition and you're open mm -hmm. to you know, listening to an entity that isn't necessarily speaking with words, mm -hmm. um, and instead you listen to them like on a spiritual level, uh, which I think and you know so, is innate. You know what, what is do. so crazy is that people, if if I'm gonna say normies, muggles <laughs> heard you say that, <laughs> and. They were like, I just feel like a lot of people wouldn't understand that, which is mm. crazy to me because I'm like, the, they, like, I just don't understand how people don't get that animals mm. are real sentient beings with feelings and emotions. Mm. They are. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are. And I feel like that is the people who abuse animals yeah. do not recognize. Them. Yeah. And that's oh. Why they're able to abuse them. Well, I also think that that goes into why so many people that abuse animals or kill animals end up becoming um I mean, it's a it's a common thing for serial, serial killers. killers. The, like like if that's like a serial right. killer like mm -hmm. uh right. yeah, quote unquote. Um is like a red flag to yeah. look out for is yeah. like, it shows that they don't see empathy in other beings. Right, and that you have a fascination with like death, you know, like mm -hmm. having and a, dominating. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like it's a power. Right. And I, th I was gonna say too. I think that for a lot of people, um, it's easy. It's easy to to say, oh well, I know that my dog is you know smart, or my dog is like its own individual. But it's also, I think, harder to say. I'm going to respect that my dog makes choices of their own totally separate from me yeah, yeah. and like really recognize that like that is just because they're a living, breathing entity. Mm -hmm. you know? like, 
they aren't, you know, a car. You can't just park them in the driveway and like pick them up when you're like when you're ready later or like, Mm. you know, it's not a video game. You can't just leave them in your backyard until you're ready to hang out. Right, right. And so I think that's the leave them in a crate all day until you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Not okay. Not okay. And I think I think you have to the people who respect their animals on a level that is uh, acting as though they are an individual. Mm feelings and thoughts and um, it's like a spiritual being wrapped in fur yes <laughs> yes and, really um, soft. I think it's really interesting like you can even look at like people say oh my gosh is it the Buddhists that it's like you come back as a dog if you like lived like you know is it I can't remember now oh I don't want to misquote this <laughs> um, it's either if you lived like a re- I want to say if you lived like a really good life yeah I want to say Very it's really good life right yeah and, like because you get to like yeah. live and like and play play and experience love <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm like I hope it's not the other way around no. now that I'm like saying it out loud but it's like it, there's like um no dogs of- are the best like yeah. I feel like it would be great to be a dog they're always happy they're I loving all the time I say yeah. that all the time that sometimes mm. I just wish I was it's either the best life or the worst, or the worst. Life. Yeah, I don't like, like, I, like. I wish I was one of my dogs. Right, right, right. <laughs> I always say, I always say, I wish I was a one dog that lived in a middle uh, middle class house family. Like that's where I want to be. Like I don't want to be because they don't pay attention gone. to me. They, they're not going to be. Not, they just want a dog to look nice. Um, well, it's like the gold, <laughs> It's it's the golden time. rule. Treat your dog how you would like to be treated. Oh my gosh, yeah. we're putting In case you reincarnate off. as a dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For karma purposes. I mean, honestly. And oh. I mean, it's 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 really one of those things where, like, both cats and dogs, I feel like, have just, like, ma- I mean, animals in general, but it's magic. specifically cats and dogs, I feel like, have such magical properties. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, they are just, they, they I think I think part of it probably does come from domestication, even though mm-hmm. cats aren't fully domesticated. But right. I think that like spending so much time with us. Um, ooh, actually, ooh, that's actually a kind of interesting thing to talk about. Uh, cats kind of domesticated themselves. Um, yeah, they're like, well, we kind of like you, so I guess we'll yeah, hang out. Cats You're like feeding decided. Us? You're gonna feed us. Okay. <laughs> we're cool. We're cool. Um, yeah. To them, yeah. And so like they started to like stay around, like. Because cats, like, were seen by the Egyptians as gods. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were, like, fed and treated really well. So cats started to, like, stick around. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of decided, um, oh, I will be us. around you because you are kind to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm nobody, the king of the house now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and nobody really put effort into, like, domesticating cats in the same way that they did for dogs because dogs were useful like dogs and you can't put like meat out for wolves like you want wolves to come around and eat you know what I mean like they're putting food out for like cats like you're not gonna put out food for wolves I feel like they have well that's how they domesticated no that's that's what I mean they have to take them though eventually and because you don't have to take a cat you can leave the cat in the wild and have it come and eat but like I feel like as with, with wolves or dogs like they had to take it out of its natural environment to domesticate it no? I think it's just more so dogs were useful. Dogs were something oh, we could hunt okay. with. Gotcha. Dogs were more oh, so uh, they were prone. Using yeah, we were using gotcha. dogs. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And so, like, 
it was something where like as people we were like oh this animal has use to us the same way horses did you know mm -hmm. it's like we domesticated horses because they were useful not because right. they needed wanted, wanted a horse yeah, yeah like it's like I'm like, like I want a oh, horse oh okay. my god my son is climbing up the chimney my son. oh <laughs> <laughs> her dog her cat this oh, is her cat <laughs> He's a Santa, Santa cat, Santa cat. Oh my, oh my gosh, yeah. reverse Santa. He's going so up, buddy. Ozzy boys coming to town. <laughs> um, yeah, so like cats decided to like hang out with us and like they, they were more so like something that we chose to befriend more than were like, you're useful to us. Mm. And so like to this day, people will say like an unhappy cat will leave. Like, it's like, if you like are like, if you have a, a cat and like you are abusive or mean to it, it might just leave one day and not come back yeah. because it doesn't need you to survive like a dog oh, does. Vibes. And like, that's like oh. to the day, you know, like cats don't need humans in the same way yeah. dogs do. Like wow. they just weren't fully domesticated because yeah, they like, chose to could, domesticate themselves. Honestly, mm -hmm. I've had Oz since he was three days old. I feel like he could catch all his own food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is crazy because yeah. <laughs> olive catching my other dog catching her own food no <laughs> but, but like I think that goes even more into like you know why witches were viewed at and like cats specifically were viewed as you know um synonymous with witchcraft because it's like you know putting out food for a cat and befriending a cat is a choice you know and it's, it's like that, oh you know, like it's free it's yes. like your spirit, it's a wild it can do whatever the fuck it wants and they're also, cats are considered feminine. Um, they are a, like a divinely feminine force, whereas like pussy. dogs are Yeah, pussy power. Like yeah, but it's yeah. like, even down to just like, you know, cat, like the feline features are considered feminine. Yeah, we, it's, it's been a wild, like cat and dog, and then the pussy and then dog is quote, man's best friend. So yes. those are literally like the masculine and the feminine. Yes. Really? I've, I've never even thought about that before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's really like, it's really fascinating when you look at like how independent witches, like women who were like, I don't need anybody. I don't need to like be with a man. I can be independent. I can do my own thing. And then cats who are also very similar to that, who can be independent and do their own thing and don't need anybody, mm -hmm. um, were lumped together as being synonymous with one another is wow. like these like wild women and these like feral cats. Oh, I really, yeah. I mean, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Like it's, it's so, it's so interesting. Like, but truly it's like, truly pussy has the power and I'm a, I'm more of a dog person, but I actually used to wish when I was little that I could be a cat hmm. because they seemed like, they could just sleep in the sun mm. and not give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Not give a fuck. And I think not give a fuck. Honestly, I think that goes even more into like the pussy has the power. Cause it's like when you think oh. about like the way that people talk about like dogs versus cats, it's like yeah. dog owners, cats have staff, you know? Yeah. Like, That's awesome. Cat bosses. <laughs> like women, I feel like, like they the house like yeah. that pussy has the fucking power you know? i am both a cat and dog person which is very gemini uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, i'm an animal yeah so <laughs> i this is a weird one too i didn't even talk about this um i had a cat growing up that my mom found on the way bringing me home from the hospital like 
was not that chill. Like, was a baby kitten in the middle of the street, and she was like, oh my gosh, uh, that's a cat. And so <laughs> she got out of the car and went and picked up this, like, tiny fluff ball of a kitten, probably only a few days older. Oh. Like, his eyes were open. Um, so it had to have been at least two weeks old, but he was baby. Yeah, he was like still a baby. And, um, she brought him home. Turned out he was blind. We named him Merlin. Uh, and that cat lived with me for 16 years. And he was coolest cat. Like, do you think the coolest cat. If he, do you think he was your mom's familiar or your familiar? No, no he was, he was mine. Because he, like, she found you on the day yes. that you came And, like, it's, 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 it's strange, too, because it's, like, wow. whenever I, that, like, whenever I look back at him, there was a moment, and the reason I know, like, in my heart of hearts that he was mine is because, well, one, my mom already had a cat at the time. She had a black cat oh, named Mojo, okay. who I'm pretty sure was her familiar. She gotcha. was, like, this cat used to sit beside me. And like sit like a person and just hang out. Like, oh, <laughs> like, it's so cool. <laughs> but like, there was like a moment where Merlin, um, he was probably like 15 at the time. Um, so he was like an old cat and he was blind. So, like, you know, his likelihood of like passing away was higher. We had just moved to North Carolina like a couple years prior to that. And we had tried to keep him inside because like when we, we lived in was right, right. Well, when we lived in Boston, like we didn't we didn't really care. Like we were mm -hmm. like, you know, like you've already lived outside as a blind cat. Like it's gonna be really cruel to try and keep you inside at this point. Like right. you want to be outside. Right. But when we moved to North Carolina, we were like, you're gonna have no idea where you are. Yeah. And like <laughs> get hurt. So we tried to keep him inside. And then finally, like just a couple fast. years in, he got like really like like, he would fight us to go outside. That happened to my cat. He got so depressed. Yeah. My mom was like, well, he's going to die <sighs> yes. if you don't let him out. <laughs> and so, like, we started letting him out. And he was fine. He would come back. He was really good about it. I mean, he was a really smart cat for being totally blind. But he was born blind, so he didn't know yeah, he had a disadvantage. Um, and this one day, he went missing. He, like, didn't come home. And he was gone for, oh, gosh, I think it was, like, a week and a half and like my like parents like sat me down and they were like hey you know like this happens with animals like sometimes like when they hit that age like they They'll just disappear. They disappear because they they are going somewhere else to die and I was like I just like I just don't feel like that's right I just don't feel like that's him like I don't feel like he'd go anywhere and my mom was like well he was a feral cat you know he was born feral maybe he's just like wild at his heart and I remember sitting in my room one night and just really concentrating and being like, please, please give me a month. Give me like one more month with him. Give me like until, um, cause it was around Christmas. And so I was like, just give me until Christmas with my cat. Like, please bring him back and give me my cat until Christmas. And the next morning I went downstairs um, to go to school. And I like went into my pantry and I heard a meow at my back door. Oh my God. And it was a sliding glass door and I froze <gasps> and I took a step back and I looked and he was sitting <gasps> on my porch, like just meow. <laughs> I was like, oh. And I started crying and I didn't go to school that day. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's why I, I like, I'm like, oh no, like me and that cat, like there was yeah. some synchronistic, yeah. like, and he ended up living until the next Christmas. Oh! Like, wow. like one so whole year the longer. universe is like, you want a month? 
I'll give you a year. Really, like it's it's crazy. Like when I like think back on it, because I, I like distinctly remember being like, please, like asking the universe, like, like please, 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 like. I just want one more month. I want to say bye to him. Because I just, like, I didn't, like, he was so healthy that I was, like, I just wasn't prepared. Like, I was, like, what do you mean he's just yeah. gone? You can't just, just be gone. Him. Like, yeah, you can't just, he can't just be gone. Like, I didn't even say bye to him. And then, like, from then on, you know, I was every day all over that cat. Yeah. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it's crazy because it's, like, I, I, I can't even mention that. But, yeah, he came home with me the day. the day that I came home from the hospital. Oh, like, my so mom and my that. uncle were driving in my mom's car together. Like, she was driving her back. And, uh, uh, in the hospital? And so, like, well, uh, we're taking in a baby. Might as well take in a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, she, I literally were like, oh, we'll have to feed them at the same time. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> my mom, I think my mom literally was just like, well, fuck, we can't leave now. <laughs> Once they realized it was a kitten, I think it was just like, what do you do? Like, and and <laughs> picking up a pussy off the street is a lot easier than pushing a human out of your pussy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And also, at that point, I will say, I will play devil's advocate. We already had two cats, uh, so it's okay. like it wasn't like a crazy like jump. Like, yeah, it's but like, your oh. mom was a witch, so it also yes. makes total sense. Yeah, yes. very attractive empath. Mm -hmm. So very. Energy. You guys, I'm wondering if actually you would do a card pull for the collective from your animal deck. Yes. Oh, we girl, would be we honored. got you right here. We would be honored. <laughs> we got you right yes. here. What do they need to Let's know? What animal is calling to everyone? We're both going to pull one for you guys. Yeah, we're yeah. each going to pull one. Oh, hell yeah. You'll what, get what, a... if we pulled, what if we just do it and pull the same one How at the same time? We just, like, I do pull. have a question I want to ask both of you. Oh yeah, what do you want? What do you want? What, <laughs> what is like the spiritual experience for both of you of adopting and rescuing? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Dear God, I have so many, Leah. Um, <laughs> 24 hours long. So yeah. I think it's really interesting because um, when I when I was working in rescue, when uh, I was the adoption coordinator uh, mm -hmm. where we met, um, I was foster coordinator and she was adoption coordinator. That's how, that's we, how met. we met. <laughs> I used to say to Sarah, I used to tell her, I used to be like, there's nothing like when people sign the adoption forms mm -hmm. and like they take that first photo where it's like their dog is their dog and like the joy in their face, yeah. like recognizing like this dog is mine and I don't have to give them back and I don't have to like ever like give them up ever again is like unmatchable mm -hmm. and that's not even for me you know like that was like not even like my like emotional experience, like of like Watching you know that's like second hand you know like hashtag empath um, yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> but I think I think for me when it comes to like adopt uh, adoption uh when it when with Layla I didn't pick her uh she was picked for me she was a Christmas gift actually from my parents mm -hmm. Um, and I got her like a month before Christmas. Um, so I didn't get to pick her, but when I picked Barnabas, there was definitely a very, um, it's a very spiritual thing. I think, I think yeah. there's a lot of like 
soul searching and looking inside of yourself and feeling what like and opening yourself up to feeling like possible connections mm -hmm. uh, because vulnerable. yeah because I think I think when people like when people talk about like not being ready right when like it's like they have an animal pass away and they're like I'm just not ready I think a lot of that comes from being closed off to the uh, willingness to feel connected to another animal, like that incapability from that grief. So I think as long as you're, you know, opening up yourself and going, okay, who here in this shelter or in this rescue or wherever you are that you're picking a dog mm -hmm. uh, or animal, <laughs> yeah, animal. Uh, who do I feel connected to inexplicably? Like, who, if I watched somebody come up to this animal and try and take them, I would want to fight them. That's you know? what happened like, with Ozzy. And like, I remember distinctly, like at, when I was standing at South LA, this woman walked by Barnabas's run, and this was before he was Barnabas, but she walked by and she was like, oh, what a handsome dog. He would be great for guarding a yard. And I was so, hurt like at the thought of him being put in a yard i was like no and no. also number one yes yeah. are our escape artists yeah don't mm -hmm. don't get a husky don't and put that. them in a yard that's a really bad idea yeah. but <laughs> also i was like i was so like hurt. i was like no and i was like that yeah, that's not in my life day. i was like that's just not his life and i was like oh that right there, that defensiveness over an animal that is not mine right. means he is mine. You know, mm -hmm. like, like I felt so ready to like fight. <laughs> and I was like, this is a dog that I met 10 oh, minutes ago. Like, so <laughs> funny. That's so funny. I felt like that. So I had two kittens, right, mm -hmm. that I bottle fed from when they were very small and got them adopted, right? Uh, well, Ozzy got adopted by me. But <laughs> um, the other one got adopted by an amazing woman. Anyway, Ozzy never, Ophelia got a lot of apps, right? Mm -hmm. Adoption, adoption applications. Ozzy never got one adoption application. And uh -huh. I remember being like, I'm going to fight all the people who didn't adopt you. <laughs> like, I will fight them. And, like, you're so the everyone. Well, I'm going to fight everyone here today. <laughs> everyone who didn't adopt your cat that you adopted. <laughs> there was like this slow progression for Sarah where it was like, I'm going to fight everybody for not adopting this cat. <laughs> I don't want anybody to adopt this cat, Jess. Like, it was like, it was like this like week long. I will fight anyone that tries to adopt this cat. <laughs> like this week long like process where like she 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 found out that they might go on Pet Finder and she was like, uh, no, I don't want I don't want him on Pet Finder. And I was like, oh, well, then you don't want him to get adopted. <laughs> I think I that like, tells you something. You're right. I don't. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I want him to get adopted by me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're both pulling yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. Let's just, okay. So I'm pulling pulling. in this babe. Nice. <laughs> okay, take a deep breath. I really feel this one. That's interesting. Okay, what do you one. feel? I'm feeling this one. Okay. Also, oh, where are both of our thoughts? Oh, really? That's why I said it's interesting. <gasps> oh. 
I got the Three of Winter. I got the Prince of Winter. Oh, winter cards. Okay. Oh. Uh, we are thorough, headed into winter. Thoroughbred horse. Oh. So get ready for progress to speed up. This okay. requires you to choose logic and intellect over emotion and make your decisions quickly. All right. Um, I absolutely love that in connection to this card. Okay. So this one is the rose-breasted grosbeck. Gros I've never grosbeck. Grossbeak? Guys, I, I didn't say this bird name. Grossbeak? 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 I don't fuck. Grossbeak? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a beautiful card. Grossbeak? I, I think it's Grossbeak. I just want to say I've had these cards for probably almost two years. I've never pulled this card. But oh. here, here. What kind here. of animal is it? It's a bird. Here, it's okay. a bird. Beautiful. Sure, it's it's <laughs> like cuddling. Uh, and so it says, sadness is a part of life, but you don't have to endure it alone. You may need a little time to heal, but once you work your way through the emotions, you'll be stronger than before. Mm. And wow. so, uh, we need logic, for me. and we need each other. So basically, yeah, pro progress is coming. Right. Which and we're not alone in, yeah. like, feeling the, all the emotions of that, of yeah. the growth, which is uncomfortable. So progress and we got this yeah even if we're sad it's we okay this. we're working through the emotions and like, yeah your support system yeah these little birds one of the birds like little wings is it's around like, the other bird it's really cute, oh. <laughs> it's so cute. yeah honestly i, I feel call. i feel like <laughs> all of us need a little bit of that right now like i think yeah. there's so you know, cuddles. distance yeah i mean I the taurus and me always want <laughs> cuddles <laughs> <laughs> Needs cuddles 24 seven. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think that that's you know we all do need time to heal, but we don't have mm -hmm. to do it alone. I yeah. think it's like very poignant. Yeah, hundred mm -hmm. percent. It's sometimes very hard to ask for help. Also, I'm not saying that that applies to me. <laughs> yeah. That goes back to like familiars in a way. Oh. Like you know, like you can rely on your animals. Oh. Like animals are great. The amount of times I sit down and I use Barnabas as a therapist just to like voice myself you just hold like me. voice box myself like anytime I'm like oh I just really need to talk to somebody but I don't want to like unload on someone Barnabas has no idea what I'm saying but he cares <laughs> <laughs> so uh he'll sit and listen to me while I talk to him <laughs> maybe he thinks we're crazy but who well, who cares? <laughs> he's not going to say he's that. He's smart. To yeah, he's smart enough to not yeah. say that to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I do think I do think that uh, you know sometimes all we need is to sit down and pet our dogs or throw our dogs a, a ball or play with our cats. Oh, yeah. Next, and I, I did this. You just told me the other day that when I get really like panic attacky or anxious to go throw the ball for the dogs. Mm -hmm. And I did it, and it really helped. Oh my like, gosh, yeah. You just feel like punching something. Just like go yeah. through a ball for your dog. Okay, that makes so much sense, because what you're doing with that is attunement. It's the matching of like an act with another being. You could do that with throwing a ball with a human, too. Yeah. Um, but, or, or doing a yoga class in a group setting is attunement. Yeah. And that is a technique for healing fucking trauma. I know that from trauma research. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Attunement. Yeah, that's I actually learned it from a book 
it's like so it's so funny it's like one of my favorite books that I've ever read and like one of the lines is like um like the the woman is like really stressed out and the dog walks over to her and she can hear the dog and like the dog walks over to her and is like here throw this and she's like why and he's like you'll feel better and like he does it and she's like I felt better and like I I just kind of was like oh I wonder if that works and I picked it up from that book and I've done it since I read that book in like high school (laughs) and but ironically you have a dog who fucking loves yes yeah but it is it's interesting that you say that that it's a that's that's also something that um goes into even like petting a dog it's like when Mm -hmm. you you pet a dog you orphans in the same way that you do if like you're a mother and a child like your brain is releasing the same kind of chemicals that it does for like Mm -hmm. actual okay i'm like you are not like being or your cat but like i feel that real hard for ozzy oh yeah i'm his Mm -hmm. mom yeah i've had him literally the size of like my finger yeah it's crazy yeah and he'll sometimes he'll do stuff i'm just like oh my god like you are like you're mine you're mine like you know what's this is kind of sad, but, like, I've raised a lot of baby animals, a lot, a lot, a mm-hmm. lot of them, and it was always at a wildlife center, so I always had to release them into give the wild, up, yeah. mm. or give them up. This is the first baby oh. I've ever gotten to keep. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm 27, and I, since I was 17. That's yeah. so like, special. That, I've been having to, like, fall in love with, like, raccoons, I can't protect you. Great. I honestly feel like Ozzy might even have some like familiar esque qualities with you, like as yeah. far as like, oh, your dynamic. Yeah, it seems like it. He, well, it's just weird the way he is with me because if I'm ever feeling slightly off or slightly emotionally just like inept, mm-hmm. he is there. Yeah. He's like, if I cry, he's on my lap. If I do anything weird, he's like, hey, like, are you okay? Like, he's the first one. If any of the dogs have anything wrong with him, he's the first one to like, go up. After he wakes up from a nap, he goes and checks on every single dog. Wow. I also, it's I, so cute. I also like what you said about, um, you know, how you like see yourself in him. Because I was, I, I was going to say, I, I employ, I employ your uh, listeners to like look at their pets and like see mm-hmm. if they can find pieces of themselves in their animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that is a like huge tell like for familiars. It's like if you can see like your behaviors in mm-hmm. your animals, like that's them mirroring you yeah. and like mm-hmm. up on synchronicities with you that like they other people normally do. Yeah, it's like and... they normally wouldn't do like with another person. Same thing with, like, if you notice that your animal is, like, specifically in tune with your emotions, like, on a, like, just insane level. level. Like, all of that kind of stuff. I'm, like, I wonder how many people are out there with, like, an animal that they're, like, oh, I have an unexplicable connection with this animal, but they wouldn't ever call them a familiar because they're, (laughs) you know? They're not familiar with that term. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone listening? Now you know. Yeah, I definitely have a familiar if. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Well, ladies, where can our listeners find you if they want to get more in-depth? Oh, my goodness. Well, right now, uh, the only way to currently find us as the professional dog ladies is on Instagram at 
professional dog ladies, drop the the. Yeah. Um, but we are planning on launching our podcast, podcast. Soon. soon, so that will be available. This is actually next... like our first, like, like this is gonna di- be our first audio. Yes, this is. Oh. Our first. Uh, this kind of realm is with yeah. you ladies. We've been doing the show for a while now on IGTV Live, mm-hmm. but um, or just IGTV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> IGTV. Uh, am I eighty? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've been doing that for a while now, but we're the the whole point of professional dog ladies is to be a platform for people who need information about dogs and rescue and dog training and all of uh, basically all things dogs and now pretty much all things animals. Yeah, I guess. So depending on when yeah. they're listening to this, go check out and see if we have a podcast. You'll be able yeah. to tell that from our Instagram. <laughs> at, so just at, go to our Instagram, yeah, I guess. At professional dog ladies. <laughs> at professional dog ladies. I'm also gonna plug at Sickly Rescue, which is my animal rescue I am currently trying to change it into an animal sanctuary Mm -hmm. um this is a very like long goal ahead of me but uh yeah I'll be setting up a GoFundMe for that um to buy some land and turn Sipley Rescue into just a sanctuary for all animals Turtles, dogs, cats, pigs, cows, raccoons. I cannot wait to visit. I'm going to be a very busy woman. But I'm very that for the longest plug on, you can find us on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sorry. Good, good. Thank you so much for that animal program. I'm not sorry. I yes. fucking, that's why I love that. I'm like, fuck yeah. We asked you to plug and you plugged. Yeah, you did your job. Thank you so yeah. Thank you so much for having us. It's yes. Been so of Gosh. course, but you know it's not done yet because oh. you listen to the show. You know that. Oh, One more thing. Oh. Um, it's time for the basic blessing. This is something we're each grateful for today. Okay, I'm just gonna say this because obviously I'm grateful for my animals. Mm. And I'm also grateful for Jeff. Oh. <laughs> I'm grateful for you guys. I'm super grateful for y'all. You yeah. led me in my, my witch path. My witch yellow brick road. Yes, <laughs> witch. <laughs> um, I am super thankful for Sarah uh, and super thankful for you ladies as like being the outlet that I get to have witchy conversations and uh, really continue to explore my spirituality through your podcast. Uh, This podcast. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, So I'm very, very thankful that and um oh my gosh I'm also gonna just shout out my mom because we talked about her episode thank you for letting me be a witch at such an early age and shout out to my familiar Barnabas because you know he's the real one (laughs) sitting right behind us just sleeping um I'm so fucking grateful that I found my new place to live I can Mm. afford it like how privileged am I I'm making it work in the pandemic and on the last picture on the listing was just a picture of the deer in the yard, which is my spirit animal. <laughs> and I saw that picture and I was like, oh fuck, I found my place and it's in Ohio, but there's a deer and I know this is my place. So literally my spirit animal came through for me in finding my home. So yes. grateful wow. for all of that. Another level. You know, yes, wild you know life. I'm gonna send you the card. We have a deer card in here. I'm gonna send that to oh, you. Oh yeah. 
Thank you. Beautiful. I am grateful for my pets that have passed, Duchess, Sable, and Bert. I miss them and I think of them every day. R.I.P. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, Shout special out to Dixie. Yeah. Too. Oh, Dixie! Dixie. Passed away. My 15-year-old pup passed in July. She's Leah and Rachel both know her. She went on mm -hmm. auditions with Leah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was very funny. It was like yeah, Merlin. Like Merlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, thank, thank you so we much. We love you so much. So we love you, so professional dog ladies. ladies. Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic Witches.